0: Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by Bet MGM, Lawson Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they do make it happen for you and for us. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the pulse of fitness. One 15 minute workout equals five plus hours. In the weight room, maindo.com. your first workout is free. If you need a new car, head out to Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon. Their website is wilsoncountyhyundai.com. If you need new hardwood floors, calvinandsuttle.com is where to go. They service the entire Middle Tennessee area. And, of course, the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So uh, Julio Jones is getting sued. That report came out this morning from Ben Arthur of the Tennessee and we will dive into what that is all about. It's by a cannabis company, which is why there's a uh, marijuana leaf there on the graphic uh, that Zach put up there. But we will get to that later on and what is all going into that. But yesterday, Mike Vrabel addressed the media for the first time in person in a long, long time uh, since the end of the previous 2020 playoff run. And a lot of things were talked about, vaccination rates and all the coaches are vaccinated. The players still have some uh, unvaccinated players that they will work through. There's different protocols, all that, all that. But it's about this season. It's about a lot of different topics with Julio Jones being added, the offense being star-studded. There's new coordinators on both sides of the ball. And the defense is a big thing, Zach, because we know how bad that defense was last year, and they cannot afford to be that bad again this season.
1: No, they were bottom five of the league, and they were giving up tons of points towards the end, especially the Texans in week 17 in that final week where they they kind of barely, I mean, their backs were against the wall to win the division. They ended up doing that, but their defense has to improve. And and Vrabel touched on this. We'll hear him here in a second. Third down defense was really bad. They had to cut a starting corner in the middle of the season after Cincinnati. They weren't on to Cincinnati. They were cut after Cincinnati because Cincinnati beat them in the middle of the season when they had no business doing that. So they had to do some adjustments. The Desmond King trade because of that cut. They didn't have a pass rush because of you know Jadeveon Clowney and that clown show. Then you obviously had Vic Beasley and that clown show. So they were in disarray. Vinny, uh, Kenny Vaccaro, who's no longer on the football team, looked a probably two steps too slow. Bayard, I think because of a, a lot of the surrounding pieces, did not play up to standard. Rashawn Evans was terrible at times. And Jayon Brown got hurt. Their best inside linebacker at the time gets hurt with a dislocated elbow midseason. So all of these things happen. Now, all of those things uh, you hope don't happen to a football team in one season, they did. You have to roll with the punch-ins. I, I, I punches. I don't think that Mike Vrabel or anybody on the on the Titans staff or front office was like, oh, man, we can't catch a break. It, it wasn't a poor, poor me. They were bad. And so what did they do? They changed. They sat there, and I, I, I actually respect them for this. I, the Shane Bowen move, we'll find out. But I respect them, and we, we criticize them, or at least we're surprised on how they approach this. But what they did was they told us the coaches are not the problem, the players are the problem. So they went out and got new players, right? I mean, they literally, and I love this, say what you mean and mean what you say. They absolutely did that on the defensive side of the ball. And then Vrabel addresses the media yesterday, and it kind of goes to that same type of theme that they've been saying for months and months and months about this defense.
0: Yeah, so here's – we'll play the clip from Mike Vrabel yesterday when he was asked, how much do you believe in this Titans defense after all the offseason work that's put into it? Here's Mike Vrabel's answer. We know how much you
2: believe in Shane because you stuck with him? But how yeah. much do you believe in a, a lot. You know, I mean, a lot. I can't wait to watch these guys play, practice, perform. Um, you know, because we go back and our job is obviously with, with coaches – Especially, you're looking at the that the negatives. You can remember every every time you called something and it and they hit you on it or something bad happened. But you know when you go back and you watch, there's a lot of great snaps. There's a lot of great defense. Um, but we have to be better. We have to be better on third down. We have to go and and force the quarterback and make him be uncomfortable. And we have to cover guys at the sticks and and all those things that we teach, um, because again, that's where the problems occurred. I don't think that it was like just miserable you know there's a lot of good snaps in there and then unfortunately when you when you play bad third down defense you're just giving them more opportunities and you know we know with more opportunities comes more production so you know that's something that we we hit hard in the off season. you know we we're teaching it and practicing it um so hopefully that that will start to show up and then we'll be you know we'll be obviously practicing it out
0: here So Vrabel said uh, the defense wasn't miserable, uh, but the third downs made it a lot worse. I mean, I think a lot of people who watch that team and watch that defense, meaning you guys, the fans, and then us, the media, yeah, we had a miserable time watching that defense at times. Uh, But I I do want to get your reaction to that uh, video, Zach, with Mike Vrabel's comments. But first, real quick, let me tell everybody about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic And sports medicine care, whenever you get hurt, make sure you know who to go to, who to trust. That's all the folks at the Bone & Joint Institute right there in Franklin. Uh, They do everything under that one building, which makes the process easy and streamlined for you. They're not going to make things difficult on you. You're hurt. It's already difficult for you. Go to boneandjointtn.org. That's boneandjointtn.org.
1: Yeah, A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code A T O Z Sports. You get a risk free $600 bet for new users. And those new users need to use A T O Z Sports for their promo code when they sign up. Download the app today in the App Store of your choosing.
0: All right, so a couple early comments. Uh, Bobby says that there was no defense to watch. It was non existent at times. Uh, G Man says, Did he say there was a lot of great defense, great snaps? I want some of what he's smoking. Maybe it's what Julio Jones is not documenting that we'll get to uh, in a little bit. Uh, Dom says he's not lying. They're, they were good until third down, which is crazy. Corey says that the tight defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Derek adds the defense could make plays. It was just third down. Uh, So Aaron says third down defense had to do what uh, had to have been last. It was last. Absolutely. So Zach, what was your reaction to hearing what Mike Vrabel said about, do you believe in this defense? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And then his explanation of it wasn't all bad. Third down made it worse.
1: Well, uh, we have to preface this is he's the coach right so he's not going to he's smart and he's not a first year coach right so he he has some experience in talking to me he's not going to throw his team completely under the bus because there are still some of the same guys on last year's defense on this year's defense so does he believe in them? well yeah he hadn't seen them, right so yeah I believe in something I can't see to a degree right I mean that we won't get into the depths of the meaning of that but for, for Mike Vrabel, of course he's going to say he believes him. I do think that he's absolutely wrong. Last year's defense was atrocious. I mean, it was. It was bad. And it doesn't matter if you can't get off the field on third down, you have a bad defense. Third down is a part of defense. You can't just pluck out Oh, if you miss field goals, you can't just pluck that out and be like, oh, well, it's just field goals. Oh, a part it, of the
0: game. It's like saying, uh, well, Derrick Henry only averaged four yards a carry if you remove his five longest runs. Right? <laughs> like, no, you have to include the five longest runs because
1: those matter, right? Uh, I, I – so – So uh, I'm out on that, (laughs) but everybody knows that, and Mike Vrabel knows in his heart of hearts that 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 defense was miserable. That's why he changed it. And so, you know, him and John Robinson, they did change it. Uh, The belief thing, though, I, I think is a good thing for Titans fans, is that you want Mike Vrabel to believe in this year's defense. He changed, right? Well, it, going into this year, it's different than it was last year. And if he believes that he can coach them better with these newer players and different faces on third down, if that is the one thing that you're going to pluck out of there and say, well, the, reason, the only reason why we're a bad defense is because we couldn't get off on third down. Well, if, can you fix third down? Because yeah. if you can, then maybe this defense is middle of the pack to, I don't know, middle
2: half of the pack.
1: Yeah, lot more comments to
0: read from you guys. Donald just says it was bad. It set the team record for fewest sacks in a season. It tied for the NFL record for fewest sacks in a season for a team that made the playoffs. And the only reason it tied that record is because they sacked
1: Deshaun Watson five times in Week 17. And he knows that. Right. Vrabel, Vrabel knows that. Uh, but you, you don't say that. You don't say all of those things. That Very well said. But you don't say all those things at the opening press conference of sure. training camp of the next year.
0: Uh, the Dom's right. The Titans did lead the NFL in, in takeaways, uh, which is a good thing. That's a positive. Uh, he doesn't want to totally bash your team and hurt their confidence. But a lot of those guys are gone. They've got at least seven new starters on defense this year. Alonzo says not playing 10 yards off the ball anymore. Uh, but like his, his dryer, his spin cycle, wonderful leaves – fans hot and dry, um, you know, so well, here's, what I want to get to, let's go ahead and ask this question to everybody and see what we all think. What is your belief level in the Titans defense heading in the training camp? Because we can talk about where this team was last year as a defense. This was pre judavian and Clowney a year ago, right? They had Vic Beasley, but not Clowney yet. So what's your belief level in the Titans defense heading into training camp? And let's do this on a One through 10 basis. You guys are trained well. You're already answering one through 10 before I even ask the questions. But, Zach, uh, let's get to their answers. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Uh, I think a funny comment is gmail base. Honestly, he's insulting our intelligence by by talking about last year's defense not being miserable because it, it was. But that is beside the point. We will get to your comments. I'm curious about what do you believe? What do you believe? In this defense. No, in this defense. We're just talking sports. But Wilson County Hyundai, I believe in them. That is that is for damn sure. Because Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your brand new vehicle or your used vehicle. WilsonCountyHyundai.com has tons of inventory. And in a time where they don't have a lot of inventory, they can hook you up with your perfect make and model. Painbone and his team, they are great. Austin and I have de- test-driven cars. I, I own a Sonata. I love my Sonata. You also have the Palisade, and I talk about the Palisade all the time because it is their brand new, all new, full-size SUV, third-row seating. It's got captain seats. It's got all the bells and whistles that you want in the technology department with Apple CarPlay. You could even get it with, with a wireless charger in the thing. I mean, you can make it happen. Trade in that old minivan that is out of style and all your wife's friends are making fun of her in the carpool lane, and upgrade her to a Palisade. But in all seriousness, if you are thinking about a family car, it is the perfect car. It is the perfect SUV. That is wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Use our code ATOZSports to get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. Do that. There's a great opportunity to jump on a lot of preseason NFL and college football odds boosts and specials. Uh, go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years older. You must be present in Tennessee. for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee redline at 800-889-9789. Uh, this morning, we're asking you guys, after Mike Vrabel's uh, answer to the video there, what is your belief level in the Titans defense heading into training camp, 1 through 10? Lots of comments, Zach. What are the people saying about their belief level in this Titans defense right now?
1: So Jeff says 7, Ty Kendrick says 8, Aaron says 10, 10 from E. improved over last. He says 10 out of 10 that they will improve over last season. I think we're That's talking about fair. belief level, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's which is different. which is
0: your own, like it's, it's open-ended to your own well, belief. You believe
1: what you believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yuri says five. Sean says two. I'm the opposite in believing in what you haven't seen. I'm going the old saying, I'll believe it when I see it. So uh, that's fair. I'm at a six from Alonzo. Maurice says 10, five from G-Man. Corey says eight due to two question marks at cornerback. Got a couple of eights coming in from Jeff and Ty Kendrick. Eight from Ryan with uh, a long paragraph. Well, so let's read some of this. Everybody yeah. is new. Bowen is now the official D coordinator. I'm optimistic about it. The communication will be key, and I think they will improve in that way. I think the vets that didn't get cut will come out and play with a chip on their shoulder. And so he's got some good Byard in the box, office, or outside linebackers dropped into the cover to help the secondary. He is excited. So Ryan right there with a lot of words with excitement though but a lot of good words Jarvis says 7 8 from Gene I'm at an 8 there was no off season last year and they lost their defensive coordinator will be uh a top 10 top 15
0: yeah so I'll Top fifteen defense would be f- fantastic for this Titans team if if that's the case. But I do find it interesting. Mike Vrabel was also asked a question yesterday, and I could not I couldn't remember who the media member was that brought it up. But basically saying that Nick Saban has said over the last little bit recently that defense was the biggest loser when it comes to all the lost practice time because of the COVID protocols and what off what last offseason was not. That on defense you didn't get as many on-field reps, being able to react and get that muscle memory from reacting to what the offense was doing, and so the defense had a harder time than offenses. Just generally talking about football, and Mike Vrabel's answer to that was, well, Nick Saban knows a lot more about defense than I do, so I'll I'll, I'll go with him. But I do think there's something to that of. Uh, Defense needing to have extra reps to they have to see things and use their athletic ability to react to it rather than just learn it on the whiteboard. But uh, you know, who knows what that's gonna be like. But I do think they they relied on a lot of young defensive players last year that missed an offseason. Getting those guys an offseason and a lot of work this year will definitely benefit
1: moving forward. All right. So here's my my answer: my beliefs, my belief level. I think I'm at a six. And I, I, so here's where I'm at. I value the new players on the team. I think new players and new faces. I believe Bud Dupree will be better than Vic Beasley and Jadeveon Clowney. I believe Harold Landry will improve. I liked Danico Autry. I love Big Jeff Simmons. I know he went to Mississippi State. I love that guy. Big Jeff is a monster. He, he has proved his value and his worth at the pick that they selected him at. Just because of that ACL, they got tremendous value. Ah, I believe in Jayon Brown. Rashawn Evans, I want to believe. And then the back half of the defense, they have to prove themselves. But Jonathan Joseph isn't there. Kenny Vaccaro, who lost a step, is not there. Here's my thing. The reason why I'm at a six is they were bad. I don't think that they can jump up to a top 10 defense. I think that's too big of a jump. And then Shane Bowen. Shane Bowen is still inexperienced, right? And the experience that he got last year was kind of like, I'm going to hold your hand across the street, even though you're perfectly able to look both ways. So I'm at a six because of those question marks. They have got to prove to me. I don't sit there and just believe in this, this concept in this defense. I do think they will be better than last year because they're starting at 28th, 29th in team defense, right? The, yeah. the sky, yeah. the only way to go up really is to get to the 20s and, and, and the teens. I think that's attainable because of how bad they were last year on third down, too.
0: Right. So you mentioned uh, you don't think they can become a top 10 defense, and I don't either. And I don't I don't even think that's realistic expectations because of how far they have to go to do that, and I don't know the history of NFL defenses who have gone from bottom 5 to top 10 in defense uh in year after year right that's probably not many teams have been able to do that uh but i think the goal should be for this titans defense and the expectations is for them to improve in total defense by 10 or more spots if they can get to 18th or higher then this defense and this team will benefit so much more than what they went through last year because last year it was a 5-0 start. LeWan goes down. They lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers in a field goal game at the end when Goskowski missed that game-tying field goal on the, as time expired. And from there on out, they were a 500-football team. 500 the rest of the way. And that a lot of that is because the defense was letting them down uh, and then the offense let them down in the playoffs. But I think the goal is to get to 18th or higher in the middle of the road of the NFL defense. So my belief level and them achieving that I think is at a seven and a half because I I just trust that the big name players will play so much better than they were a year
1: ago. Than the big name players played last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Bayard, Jayon Brown, Evans, I think will be better. He has no choice. Rashawn Evans is in a pivotal year. Either Rashawn Evans plays better or he's fighting for a slow veteran salary trying to earn a job next off season. If he plays better, he's either signing an extension with the Titans or more likely getting big money in the open market in the month of March. So he has no choice. Harold Landry, similar situation, not as bottom not out either. as Rashawn Evans, but he can get higher in the off season because he's in a contract year. Same with Jayon Brown and, and Harold Landry. I think, uh, janoris jenkins we'll talk about him later in the show i think he'll play well i'm curious to watch christian fulton mature as an nfl cornerback jeff simmons Donico autry i love all these things they've done the offseason i'm really on board with what about but their you, first round pick caleb farley i have no idea that's that's a, he's an absolute wild card and like like i said after they drafted caleb farley They drafted Caleb Farley in the first round in a year. They needed an impact player on defense, but they didn't do it for that. They did it for the long term of what Caleb Farley is as a prospect. So it's kind of a a, a weird push and pull situation with Caleb Farley. Bud Dupree, I saw Titans for Life says, if the Titans are lucky, we'll see Bud Dupree in November. I think you'll see him earlier than that. I mean, he's on PUP and he's working out. He's in month seven, and a half of his ACL rehab it's about that time to start getting him maybe midway through August him on the practice field and then seeing if he can uh, play in a limited role week one September 12th against the Cardinals
1: I think three things and I think they, they could be actually turned into a positive for the defense three things are going to happen in my opinion I think two the third down defense will improve right I mean, just based off of like based on you know, what they were last year. Based yeah. off of, yes,
0: based off of the bounce of the ball and just luck and odds. Yeah, there'll be a better third down defense than last
1: year. Okay, so I'm with you there. I think their sack numbers will improve. Do you agree? Yes, based on the bounce of the ball and the odds and the bad luck they had last year, without
0: Clowney and Vic Beasley who didn't even try. Yeah, that'll be better.
1: So those are two things that will improve. Yeah. One thing that will not get better is the turnovers. They will not have the amount of turnovers that they created last year, right? So that will go down. Based do you agree? On the
0: bounce of the ball and locking the odds. Yes, I agree. <laughs> right.
1: So, but those three factors are massive on yeah. defense. And so, do you take? I, I value turnovers because turnovers are great. But what we learned last year is that maybe that recipe of those three facets, you have to have the other two. They may be a little bit more important. Would you flip it? The turnover ratio is going to go down. Can the sack numbers in the third down defense go up yeah. to achieve what we're talking about?
0: Exactly. And that I, I would say the best if you're a Titans fan, you would trade a way more improved third down defense for less turnovers. Because you're going to improve by like a turnover counts as a stop, right? You're going to improve percentage wise on third down defense and earn more stops than you got with the turnovers last year. Based stops is ratio. what you need. It stops just depends is all on where
1: it depends on the the act the turnover, right? But I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and and that's and that's a uh, you know, so my belief is a seven and a half. I think with what they've done this offseason, I really like Danico Autry, Bud Dupree. I am a fan of Bud Dupree. Uh, as a player I think he's really good is was it the right move to give a guy that much money coming off an ACL injury uh, when you need sack production now that's kind of a gamble as well as was Caleb Farley but it's if the gambles if you win those bets it's a it's a big payout because those are really good football players at two positions of need
1: all right let's talk about our next and now I'm very intrigued because well I was doing something pre-show. Austin was studying up on this lawsuit against Julio Jones. He is going to explain it to his best of ability because it yep. literally just happened, right? Yep. So, They'll he'll tell us a little bit of the information that he knows that the report of the Tennessean put out there this morning about Julio Jones, Roddy White, and that company that they were a part of, and a cannabis company. This is some in- interesting information. We'll ask you guys a question after we kind of uh reveal the information that we know
0: yes but first Zach, can you please tell the people about calvin and subtle
1: i can calvin and subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors calvin and subtle.com 448 6414 that's 448 6414 i i love pulling out the rivoli but i will pull out this angelo yeah we uh, we put out hardwood floor samples right here on a to z sports knock on wood if you're with me I know you're with me, and I know you're with Calvin and Subtle. 615-448-6414, if you're in Middle Tennessee and you're looking to upgrade your house to a home, if you've been in your home for a long, long time, you need to rip up that carpet and you need to say, look, let's put down brand-new hardwood floors. Suggest this to your wife. Again, it's, it's July. You can have this thing ready by family time come Thanksgiving. You'll have it a lot earlier than that. You'll have it before uh, possibly football season i'm telling you once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor 1 to 2 weeks when they order the material and install upgrade your home today calvinandsuttle.com 615-448-6414 download the betmgm app today use our code ATOZ SPORTS You get a risk
0: free bet up to 600 bucks with your first bet and your first deposit take advantage of that that's betmgm download the app and use our code ATOZ SPORTS when you sign up for that risk-free bet. So uh, the, the the report came out from Ben Arthur, the Tennessean. Ben is the, the new beat reporter for the Tennessean uh, covering the Titans. just joined the team this offseason. So here's the headline. Titans Julio Jones sued by cannabis company in connection to alleged fraud money laundering. So I'm the best way, Zach, for me to do this is to read from the article that Ben put together to make it as clear as possible to what's happening. So Uh, Genetics is what I'm guessing is the company is a California based cannabis company uh, filed a lawsuit on July 21st in LA naming Julio Jones, his former Falcons teammate, Roddy white and white's company SLW holdings among the defendants. The suit alleges the defendants illegally managed and operated genetics facility failed to report cannabis sales since March of 2021 an estimates about $3 million in cannabis has been harvested and sold illegally per month since then. So that's several months at $3 million of cannabis per month harvested and sold illegally uh, by the defendants. Uh, Jones and White uh, are accused of colluding with a man named John Van Beek and his son to run a black market cannabis operation through the genetics facility, Jones and White had invested in the company through White's holding company per the documents. Uh, So, and then it gets into what John Van Beek had done. John Van Beek was the on-site manager and operator of the facilities in California. He's accused of breach of contract, failure to report cannabis sales, not providing budgets, invoices, expenditures, and other paperwork to the company, according to the complaint. Uh, and the facility uh, fired uh, Van Beek in March. Uh, there you go. So <laughs> here, are the, uh, here are the grounds Jones, White, and the Van Beeks are being sued on. You ready for this list? Conspiracy to defraud, conversion, breach of fiduciary duty, aiding and abetting breach of fiduciary duty and fraud, breach of members' duty of good faith and fair dealing, unjust enrichment, Accounting, declaratory relief, civil conspiracy to defraud, and injunctive injunctive relief. Genetics is seeking general, punitive, and exemplary damages, uh, and injunctive relief. That is the report uh from Ben Arthur of the Tennessee and about what Julio Jones is being is a part of the lawsuit with Rodney White, his former teammate, and the Van Beeks of uh, what they've been doing. So Um, that was a lot
1: to unpack very well
0: done it's a lot to unpack so and look thank you Ben Arthur for being a good writer and I translated that very well to speaking it I think but the gist of it is illegal uh, of sales of cannabis of an average of 3 million dollars per month since March so what does this mean for Julio Jones and the Titans I I think what's your initial reaction uh, to uh, what I just read out there
1: well, it, it obviously Julio and Roddy White are professional athletes, so they have money. I mean, let's know that we know their salaries; it's public knowledge. So they invested, and that happens. You know, people invest in companies to try to to get uh, a higher clip after the company is successful. We know about that. I, I don't think that this is like a massive deal in the sense of it looks like there's a fall guy right? The Van Beek. Is that yeah. his name? Van yeah. Beek. Yeah. He was the operator. John and Sean.
0: John and Sean Van Beek.
1: Yeah, John and Sean. John and Sean Van Beek, I think they are the fall guys of what has, of why the business failed. Just based on what you've read. Again, I don't know the full details, but what we know, Julio and Roddy, it sounds like we're kind of outside investors. And so, the trouble, now they're going after the money. I think that well, the, worry could be is that maybe they get hit and they have to whether they settle or do something they obviously know why they're suing them they're well, suing them because they see that somebody has money within their investment
0: well and so here's the the key line of this and i just accidentally clicked off the article so i hope the tennessee doesn't kick me out for not being a subscriber you have to pay uh, yeah, i yeah well i think i'm in <laughs> i think i'm good on this that would be I
1: hilarious
0: I know, right? So here's the key, in my opinion, the key sentence in this entire thing is: um, is Jones and White are accused of colluding with a man named John Van Beek and his son Sean to run a black market cannabis operation through the Genetics facility. So if it's it's the colluding with the Van Beeks to run this, and if that if information comes out via texts, emails, whatever the hell, documents that that Julio Jones and Roddy White were colluding with the Van Beaks on this. Now I think there's something going on here. But if this is just the Van, the Van Beaks, Beaks, if this is just the Van Beeks being dirty, and Julio Jones and Roddy White just kind of got screwed with their investment, then then who knows what it might be. And and so let's go ahead and ask this question if we can uh, to get you guys thoughts on this. Julio Jones being sued for alleged fraud and money laundering. Is this a big deal, small deal or no deal? Is this a big deal, small deal or no deal? But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15 minute workout at Mandu equals five or more hours in the regular weight room. How is that even possible? Full body electronic muscle stimulation. It is legit. It is real. You'll build functional muscle and strength. With Mandu without putting that stress on your joints, on those pre existing and current injuries. Go to Mandu.com, try it yourself, and you will believe it. Believe us, believe Zach and I. After that first free Mandu workout, you will feel it and you'll be like, I want to do that again. Mandu.com, your first workout's free.
1: It is to Z sports. Download the Bet MGM app. Use that promo code A T O Z sports when you download the app. Risk free $600 bet. Can't beat that for new users. A T O Z Sports. I did, I did give out the love of the show because this made me laugh. Uh, this is just well put together. And Jansen, you have received the love of the show. The Van Beek's gonna Van Beek. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's funny. That's some funny stuff right there, Jansen. Uh, so uh, the Van Beek's gonna Van Beek. Small, big deal, smaller deal, or no deal though. The question we're asking is that Julio Jones getting sued for alleged fraud and money laundering. What kind of deal is that? Aaron says small deal. Steven says small deal. Small deal from Gene. We got a big deal coming in. There's a lot of comments. Sorry. Derek says big deal. Yawn deal from Justin. So he's kind of saying no deal. Brian says no deal. Medium deal without more information from Big right. Ten Jeff.
0: So Jeff that means a small deal. There is no medium deal option. It's just yeah. small deal.
1: We, we translated it. Out. Yeah, he yeah. said small deal. Lee says small. Small from Louie. No deal from Maurice. small deal from Billy Jones. Tighten up Ohio says small deal, doubt he gets punished. It's a weed deal from Nate, no deal at all from Guy, small, it's weed, he has money, no deal from Larry. Okay, it's not about weed.
0: <laughs> like, like whenever there's a conversation about weed and marijuana, everybody always takes it the wrong way. Like, well, it's a generalized
1: weed. cannabis company is a yes. generalized company.
0: But this is about like uh, money laundering, fraud, and collusion. Like it's not a; it could like replace cannabis with any other product. Well, no. Still,
1: well, so I think the the point is is that as you read is that they were selling it illegally. The Van Beeks possibly well, you can sell
0: several things on the black market, but a, a black market cannabis operation is is what the collusion was
1: a uh, was. And accusing. that's illegal. It's not like you're. It's not like you're selling. Um, I don't know. Clothes illegally, like. It, it it holds a different weight if it is cannabis. That's the but point. He,
0: I know, but like, but somebody saying it's weed, it's no big deal. Like, it's not like they, it's like he failed a drug test for weed. This is not what we're talking about here.
1: So here's my answer. I do think it is a small deal. I don't think it is a no deal because it happened, and I don't think it's a big deal because I don't think jail time or miss of play. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a small deal. It is a he said he said deal. And we never know, as you said, Austin, the text messages or emails, those usually are very revealing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ask the political party in America about that, right? About emails. But but I, I think it's a small deal just because it sounds like you're dealing with like sketchy people. Oh, the Van Beeks, the Van Beeks, the Van Beek boys, they don't seem like the upstanding citizen Or business partner that i would like to be a part of and when you get guys like that i think that's definitely a deal so my final answer small deal because the van beaks are gonna van beak
0: yeah right dustin says no deal at this point sounds like they're just name dropping investors jeff says could be a big deal jarvis says small deal could be next year jeff Uh, Small deal. It's civil, not criminal. Alex Dordi, our prejudice writer, says, I'm sorry, but I take breaches of fiduciary duty and unjust enrichments from accounting procedures extremely serious. The Titans must take extreme action and sit Julio Jones for exactly one preseason play. Alex, I think you should just go further and say, the Tennessee Titans should not play Julio Jones one preseason snap and sit him and bench him in the preseason because of how bad this is, right? No, I I think it is a small deal. Like it's definitely not a no deal. There is something going on here. And the one thing I want more information on is the, they are being accused of colluding to create a black market cannabis operation. So I I think small deal is where I'm at. Will this impact Julio Jones, the football field, other than just being this annoying distraction that he's going to have to deal with? and his agents and lawyers are probably going to take the brunt of that, but he's going to have to deal with it at some point. He's going to have to be asked questions about it by the media the first time he's made available at training camp, which he'll probably say I cannot comment on the lawsuit as it's an ongoing situation, but that's that's really uh, how – it's a small deal because he's being sued for something that sounds super sketchy.
1: So uh, shout out to Bobby because he cued me to look this up on Larry Brown Sports. They do have an update on this report, and it says Roddy White tells Larry Brown Sports that the allegations are, quote, comple- completely false, end quote. He said that he did a background check and learned that the two uh, the two people involved in the genetic genetics are felons who put the company's cannabis license in jeopardy. He says they are trying to have the men removed from the company and that their attempt to remove the men spurred the legal complaint in response. Roddy White also states that he and Jones finance genetics from start to finish and therefore they would have no reason to steal from themselves, <laughs> which is a great line. Yeah,
0: and that's a great, uh, that's a great way to say, look, man, uh, these two guys are awful and they're, they're felons and we're not trying to do this.
1: It's still a small deal for me because it's a headache and nobody yeah. likes headaches. Headaches usually go away, right? You yeah, take some ibuprofen yeah. and you move on with your day. It's still a headache, so my final answer is small deal, but Roddy White coming out saying completely false does make this, I don't know, seem a little bit better Yeah, and it's not just we think that this is completely false, he does back it up with some pretty good evidence that we paid for the whole thing, why would we steal from ourselves?
0: Right. Right. And, and the one thing I've learned over the last couple of minutes is that it's probably it's absolutely genetics that you've said and not genetics, which I said, because I sound like an idiot uh, reading genetics. It's spelled with an X and an S. So but it's definitely I just, I, again,
1: I just read it. So, right. But, but, but I, I I, actually slipped on the word because I was like, well, that's not what Austin said.
0: I know, but I don't know what the <laughs> hell the company's called. Like, it's got some like cool hip spelling or something. And it's absolutely genetics. And not genetics, like I said. <laughs> what an idiot, me. Shade, like, shade, shade. Yeah, shade on me for saying, uh, yeah. And like, thank you, Bobby. The ticks is a weird letter comment. It is. That, it is fair because, like, if I'm if I'm like texting somebody, hey, you need some tickets? I'll say ticks, like like ticks, t i x s. But uh, anyway, uh, it's absolutely genetics and not genetic. What I said. So Ronnie says <laughs> small deal because uh, at Roddy White has the receipts to back up what he said. That's a good thing too. Uh, Terrence says, I'll take this headache over Isaiah Wilson and Vic Beasley any day. Absolutely. Terrence. That's, that's love of the show worthy right there
1: from Terrence. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, guys, it is eSports sports here live on this Wednesday show. It is time to throw shade and my shade is Titans related. And I, uh, I think you guys will be very entertained about what is about to happen with throwing shape, I'm just gonna say it that way. But first, real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and Renterswarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flow for you and your family or, or to create long-term wealth through rental property, uh, which helps get you through that equity. Or it's by renting out property for yourselves, for your son or daughter, whatever it might be, whatever situation you might need townhomes, apartments, condos, houses, duplexes, all across the midstate. They've got you covered and they do all the work for you right there at renterswarehouse.com.
1: A to Z Sports just coming down the wire. Um, has, it's NFL news, but this is hilarious. Uh, The Packers have botched the entire job of Aaron Rodgers, so this is what they do. Adam Schefter reports, a welcome back gift for Aaron Rodgers. The Texans are trading former Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb back to Green Bay per Randall Cobb. Cobb has been a longtime favorite of Rodgers, but this trade is for Aaron. So so they are... That's so ridiculous. I mean, they
0: they just drafted... Randall Cobb, like 2.0, Amari Rogers, right? And Amari Rogers, who's Knoxville kid <laughs> that leaves the city and goes plays well in college, and then goes catch touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers. So anyway, so throwing shade here on the show, Zach, you will love. Should I go first? Yeah, I- I'm going to go first because mine is Titans related. So we'll just keep the Titans conversation going with throwing shade. And I have to give props, for, un- unfortunately, to Chris Stress this morning. Who made me aware of what has happened? Because all offseason long, I have been anti-Jackrabbit. I have been, I will call him Janoris as long as the Titans call him Janoris. And what did Chris Stress show me this morning is that on the Titans official website, Tennessee in their roster page and on their depth chart, Jackrabbit Jenkins has become official. So my shade is on the Titans for folding to Janoris Jenkins and forcing them to call him Jackrabbit on their official page, which makes me be forced to call him Jackrabbit now because I said all offseason long that I will call him by the name that the Titans list him as. So damn it, Titans, you're going to make me do it. I have to call him Jackrabbit now because I'm not going to just go back on what I said all off season long. You love to see it. I you hate to see it. to see it. I it. hate to see it. Like this is ridiculous. Calling this guy Jackrabbit officially. It's his name. Is not, uh, it's not his
1: name. It, it is his name.
0: <sighs> He's been Janoris Jenkins on ESPN and NFL network for a decade.
1: He is the, he is Jackrabbit, my friend. Oh, <sighs> All yeah. season. And I love how training camp just starts. So we're going to get all season long. Jackrabbit, the Jackrabbit INT. Jackrabbit takes it to the house. Jackrabbit scoop and score. Jackrabbit pick six. You love this. You I love don't. To
0: see it. <laughs> Chris Christian's quoting Zach. You love to see it. <laughs> Uh, Robbie says, bro, he's been known as Jackrabbit since his college days. Why are you mad? But Robbie maybe hasn't been watching the show all offseason since they signed Jackrabbit Jenkins. Sure, his nickname has been Jackrabbit. People close to him have called him Jackrabbit, but officially on the teams he's played for, whether it's the Rams or the Saints or whoever, they've listed him as Janoris. And so now all of a sudden he's Jackrabbit officially uh, for the Titans uh, official roster,
1: that was good shade right there. Uh, let's go to the comments and we'll get to my shade, and then uh, you got to move on to practice starting at right. 9.30. Jeff Rubel says, My shade is on a lady that had to deliver, he had to deliver to yesterday. Nastiest house I've ever been to. You could smell cat pee walking into the driveway, had to go through, uh, cat poop to get to her back door, had to go home and take a two hour sh- shower. That was bad. So okay. you- two
0: hour shower, Jeff is a little extreme. <laughs> and like, if the cat poop and pee was outside, <laughs> what do you want the lady to do? Like the one thing I'm, I- Like I'm cats are growing on me, but I'm not like a cat person because of the litter box situation. Like why can't cats go outside and do their business just like dogs do?
1: I don't understand cats. So uh, I don't even, I can't even speak on it. Zach says throwing shade at his current job, got a new financial system and it has been a nightmare for everyone. That's no fun. Jeff says, I'm throwing shade at Madden. First, they don't put number 22, Derrick Henry, on the cover. Then they don't even make him the highest ranked running back. I didn't oh, see God. That, but that. What is-
0: happened there? I haven't seen any Madden
1: stuff this morning either. I haven't either. Shade on, the Orla- on or- Orlando, Florida weather from Carmen for having two days of lightning hold off his trips or th- their trip at SeaWorld, four hours on wait with children that's no fun Danny says throwing shade at the Texans fans saying Deshaun's allegations were not uh big of a deal as Julio's situation wanted Julio on the exempt list okay I mean that is ridiculous I agree with Danny um G-Man obeys throwing shade at uh humidity yeah fair fair. absolutely (laughs) fair Dom says shade at the Grizzlies I don't know what the hell is going on with this rebuild they're trying to move up in the draft that doesn't really uh have a marquee player outside the top three I do think and I hope that the Grizz are playing chestnut checkers Dom hopefully they're going to pair and sign a free agent with John ja Morant because he is a get right now somebody will go to Memphis maybe possibly because you know to play with with Ja Bobby says my shade is on the Sabres being terrible and wasting six years uh, of of Jack uh, Eichel, Eichel. Now uh, he's going to uh, be gone any day, and the Sabres are back tanking. So
0: Didn't realize uh, we had a Sabres fan in here. (laughs)
1: All right, here's my shade, and I will make this uh, succinct, but I do think I would like to talk about it because I do think that this is fair. My shade, and this is very important, my shade usually, like when you have Democrat and Republican, the problem with that, in my opinion, is the extremes, right? It's the far right or the far left. In this particular situation, my shade is on the extreme opinion on what happened with Simone Biles because it has taken over our country, our hemisphere, our Twitter feed, and I have shade on the extremes. And mental health is a very testy, uh, delicate topic to discuss right because you can't see it it's like the virus i, I literally compared it. it's like well everybody can have opinion on it because you can't see it or don't fully understand it's not like
0: tangible that you can touch kind of. right yeah.
1: so here's my my shade my shade is on the extremes I, I think that it is ridiculous for somebody to come out and call like Simone Biles, a sociopath, or somebody that is just a complete and utter head case. Don't criticize her like that. I think that is unfair. I also think it is unfair to praise her for quitting. I I don't agree with that. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think Simone Biles, because of what she does, she was not in the right headspace. And because of what she does, she was, I think, a fear of risking injury, possibly. Mm -hmm. but it does not, does not mean that she didn't quit. She did quit. She quit on her country and she quit on her team. And that is not something that should be praised. You can praise her for maybe uh, understanding her mental health, but she did quit and that hurt her team. She signed up. And when you talk about greatness, and this is very important, when you talk about greatness, and you've heard the comparisons, what if Tom Brady would have not come back in the second half of the Super Bowl? What if Michael Jordan didn't come back after the third quarter against the Utah Jazz in 1998? Do you think that social media would have praised them? Hell no. They came out there because of their mental toughness and because of their mental fortitude to be great. So in my opinion, I do not prop up Simone Biles for being great. I prop her up for understanding where she was at the time and doing what she did. I understand that, but I will not praise her. She quit on her country and her team, and I don't like that, but that is her prerogative. That is my opinion on it. It's not an extreme, and it's not an extreme one way, but I I do have a a shade on it for sitting here and praising all of this and and saying that she's, she's great for doing it. We would have we would have handled it completely different if it was somebody like Tom Brady, like LeBron James, like Sidney Crosby, like some of the great sports athletes that we know. That's my opinion on the matter.
0: Yeah, and so Terrence, who's saying she's soft, like Simone Biles is the opposite of soft. I I don't think that. And if somebody says that Simone Biles is soft, then you really don't understand the life of an elite gymnast because that is anything but soft. They put these women who were at the, they start them with young as young girls and pull them through all types of physical and mental stressors for their entire teenage lives to get them for a moment. So it, I, I agree with what you say, like it's a weird situation because anybody who's been among, around gymnastics culture who has listened to a gymnast talk about what that culture is like says that that's absolutely something you do not do. You do not quit. You do not remove yourself like that, but also understanding that how toxic that culture has been. And that's been very well documented with several documentaries about all the bad things that happened there. But you find, I find myself in this weird space of if you're there, you finish. But if you're also, but I also understand that it's not a regular sport where she was talking about where she didn't know where she was in the air in mid-spin. And if you can't lock in like that, then you are really risking some serious potential injury. If And I was telling my wife about this, and I mentioned my wife did competitive gymnastics throughout her teenage years, that she wasn't, like, the judges know what moves they are specifically doing the judges know step by step what every gymnast routine is going to be before they step out there to do it to judge them on that execution. She wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. She was supposed to do a two and a half spin. she did a one and a half because she wasn't locked in, which is weird. and I so did she quit? I mean, kinda, yeah, I technically, but was it for the right reasons? I guess, but I don't. I'm not in her head. I don't know the information, but I do find myself in this weird spot where I don't know how to feel about it completely. And I, maybe, I, I, I and maybe it's, and I think you're right, Zach. It's not a black and white situation. It's not a she quit or she brave. It's not. It's it's
1: so gray area. Well, she didn't quit. And, And and look, you talk quit is a negative thing, and she negatively affected her team because she quit. She's the best player. And this is where I think it comes down to. We position Simone Biles. This is her great moment. This is not like you got next year. Right, this this is is very unique. This isn't her great moment. This is it. Like she's had
0: her great moments. She is the best that's ever done. This
1: solidifies her greatness, and in the solidification of her greatness, she did not solidify that. And that's where I'm at. It just tells tells me great players have great mental fortitude, and I think and I think she does.
0: Like everything we've thought about Simone Biles up until the last 24 plus hours is that she is the best who has ever done this. And I still think she is, regardless of what's happened the last day and a half. She is still the best that's ever done this. But something off, something happened over the last little bit that has thrown her off. And and I, I want to read the comment from, uh, from Eli. Eli says, so someone say it's like getting the yips, but it's extremely dangerous in gymnastics. And again, I, I guess we as a public... We do not pay enough attention to gymnastics to understand
1: what this really is about. That's why I preface that. Because you're in the air, like, it's different. And I understand that. And again, I I respect her for pulling out to some degree. But there is some negativity that will come out of that decision. And you have to accept that. You and, cannot and sit there and fight fire with fire. And that was my problem, is that people were praising her for quitting, and I did not. I sat there and say, this will, honestly, in my opinion, it will ruin her legacy as a gymnast because of it. But if she's okay with that, and she obviously was because she did, she did not, she put herself first instead of her team. And well, I, think or, great, I think great players and great athletes put their team ahead. Well, and so we, here's what we don't know. If she
0: was and she she, on the, on the routine on the vault where she was supposed to do two and a half and she did one and a half. She also did not stick the landing. So she got a very low score. And so here's the problem. We don't know what the result would have been for team USA. If she had stayed there because Russia won gold, they were probably going to win gold regardless.
1: No, no, they weren't very good. Did you watch it last night? I I did not. They were not good. Like, Like if you watch the routines, and again, I'm not sitting here telling I'm a gymnast judge, but they weren't very good. And and they needed, the facts of the matter are, Austin, they needed Simone Biles to win gold. And Simone knew that if she would have gone, I, I if she would have been full clear-headed, I think they would have won gold. But yeah, and- without her, there was no shot. And everybody knew that. And Simone knew that. And so, again, I, I'm not sitting here bashing her for her mental health. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that... It's okay to criticize her for quitting. It's okay. Like, you. we don't need to get butthurt about uh, feelings and all that stuff. It's okay. We can criticize her and move on. It's not something that that we need to get soft in our feelings about. She had a mental episode, which none of us in this world will understand besides Simone Biles. But she made a choice. And once she made the choice, you have to deal with the criticism. You're on that type of stage. It would have been... Just the same way. And we have to compare Simone Biles to the great athletes that play sports. And we would not have done, we would have destroyed LeBron James, Austin. Yes,
0: yeah, I, I understand. But, like, we can't, like...
1: Why not? We gymnastics... Talk about no, 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 no. You want to be fair, and I, I do have to say this. No. If you want a quality equality is that uh, I'm not. Okay. Uh, but again, they're like, you gymnast- have generalized, not not
0: gymnast- gymnastics and basketball are very different. There's a different level of,
1: uh, but equality doesn't matter.
0: Like if, if LeBron James or Tiger Woods gets the yips or, you know, Bill Buckner gets the yips playing their sport, they're not risking their physical safety. Like a gymnast is,
1: uh, you don't think that, uh, uh, a quarterback sitting out back there in like a duck. Let's say he's a middle case oh, and he gets Sam destroyed. Donald,
0: Sam Darnold was quoted on the sideline saying he was seeing ghosts a couple years ago when we all went after him for that, but he was real. Like, and we criticized him. Right. So here's the hard thing. I, I have to go because the Titans training camp practice, but I, I do think it, it's a weird story. I don't disagree with you, Zach. I'm just saying there's a lot of nuance to this and a lot of different ways to feel about it. It's a very detailed and we don't know as many details as I wish we knew right now. Here's the word how I would sum it up. It's really unfortunate for everybody involved. It's unfortunate for Simone Biles, unfortunate for Team USA, for Americans watching gymnastics who loved Simone Biles. It's unfortunate for everything. Um, so it's just, that's kind of how I, I feel. You about
1: can it. respect mental health, health and still criticize. It's okay. You can have both. That's okay. But the problem is the extreme opinions. That's my shade is the extreme opinions saying yeah. like just com- being completely negative and one-sided on either side. That was my overall shade. But I do think we needed to talk about this. It was, is the elephant in the room. It's what everybody is talking about. Sure and I think, Look, I, whether you like the conversation or not, I thought we talked about it pretty uh, fairly fairly, and, and in an e- educational manner. That's, I think we're on somewhat of a, the same page or at least the same book. And that's important.
0: Yes. All right, guys, uh, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. We're going to be putting out tons of Titans training camp comments later this hour. So get ready for this. I got to run. I'm going to practice. I'll be there with Luke Warsham and Buck Rising as well with A to Z sports. So we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for watching guys. Have a good one.
1: Adios.